hour number two on the WRSU crew, Chris Sakona's Dennis Geisler. A very disobedient Raj Shah. From this point on, we will not Whoa. be discussing anything about that team from Florham Park. We are going to be discussing the NBA Finals. Dennis, you have something you want to add before we get into this? Uh, is is this a call-out? Uh... No, I was just asking because I thought you were going to say something. Oh, okay. No, I, I just wanted to say hi. Oh, hi, we Dennis. came back from break, and I just want to make sure people know that I'm here. Chris, I wasn't that disobedient. You were, you were pretty bad. <laughs> this is fun for me. This is really fun. Well, it's for not me. fun for me, and it's not fun for a lot of people who go to this university. So, uh, it's okay. There's worse times ahead. Can you just hurry up with the vaccine <laughs> so we can all <laughs> like you again? That's not encouraging at all. <laughs> Raj, can you hurry up with the vaccine already? Like, come on. Hey, not in my control. Don't worry. Yeah, by it is time, in your control, Mr. By Pharma this time, Major. By, by this time next year, you'll be back to living your normal lives. I, we will. All right. Yes, gonna... I, I, can, I can guarantee you that. You can Nothing about next semester, though. Nothing about next semester. All right, all right. I didn't ask about next semester. I'll take next year. But the Heat and the Lakers are going to square off in the NBA Finals game one Wednesday night. Not the matchup I think anyone really had drawn up. But here we are. Yep. The Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals. And for what it's worth, I don't think the media has given them enough credit. Uh, I think the Heat have a very good chance so to win an NBA title here. Uh, well, I hold, also let's calm would down. give them a big chance. I would oh. give them, I, I would say it's at least even odds. Whoa. I really don't think that's as controversial as you're making it out to be. Yeah, that's pretty controversial. I wouldn't I don't give think the, it's controversial. I, think I would give a three to the one Lakers, to the Lakers. Three to one favorites? Yeah. Seventy five percent? That's correct. That's, I wouldn't have yeah, even given right. them that that's, against that's, the Denver Nuggets. Okay, well then then you're you not very smart. <laughs> three to one. Oh my god, that is so disrespectful. That's what the books have it, Chris. I don't care what the books say. <laughs> I'm Chris. Look, the books aren't respecting Bam's game. All right, it could be what this series is not going more than six games. I call it five games for the Lakers. It's gonna be a blowout. oh no 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 Heat in six baby. The Lakers can't even play defense. They're going up against an elite defensive unit. Eric okay. Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA. They've got young okay. shooters. They can shoot off the screen. Give me Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler. Is on another level. Bam out of bio in the paint. I think the, I think the Miami Heat are in a lot of trouble on Wednesday night. Oh my god! And unless the Miami Heat can win one game game one, the series is not going past six games. If the Lakers win game one, it's over in five. Dennis, you remember what I said about the Nuggets series, right? I said more no, four game sweep or five games max, and that's exactly what turned out. Uh oh, Brad's yeah. buzz. <laughs> I, and thankfully, Brad's true. not here anymore. But the Heat are a lot better than the Nuggets. The Heat are so much and better I think than the Nuggets. I mean, and look, I think look, there's Jimmy some Butler level of and benefit. his crew stand no chance. They stand no <laughs> chance. Chris, I mean, you can keep saying these things. You were also you were also talking about the same. Uh, I'm not gonna go there again, anyways. Uh, no, why? I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Hey, hey. I highly disagree with that. I can play this game all night, Raj. I was gonna say you're hey, having Chris. fun with this one, aren't you, Chris? Of course Chris, I am. Let's, <laughs> let's take a let's take a little break here. Let, let me just explain things out. Look, you know, um, the Lakers have all right, LeBron all right. James and, and Anthony Davis, right? That that's the whole ball game, Chris. The Miami have Jimmy Butler. That's the whole ball game. That's correct. No, 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 no. You might as well and hand. That is you might as well such hand an oversimplification. Raj, I have a real quick question for you. Raj, I have a real yes. quick question. How yes, many people yes. are on a basketball court at one time? Oh my goodness, Dennis! Really, ten people, Dennis. Okay, uh, that is so. That is five people per team. Oh my goodness! I and and you're aware that Anthony Dennis, Davis and LeBron James are two look, people. Look. Right, oh, Dennis wow, wants you. all the smoke. <laughs> okay, all right, guys. We'll revisit this. We'll revisit this exact. We'll be back on on Monday, next Monday, and we'll see where the series stands. D Dennis and I okay? will be back on. We're moving you to Thursday nights, bro. Oh, okay. I'm already been on. <laughs> well, Thursday I don't want him on Thursdays. <laughs> I'm on then too. <laughs> Anyways, my point is this: Look, on Thursday, the Lakers will be one and zero. All right, and it's that simple. 
I think this series is over before it even begins. The only team that Sometimes I think had you a... feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Chris, you're being very disobedient with the, <laughs> with the master board, all right? Anyways, um, I, I mean, I would not give this thing even odds. Chris, if, why don't you give me even odds? I will, I will, I will throw down a lot of money against you. I, I'll guarantee you that. Give me the even odds. Raj, I'm not old enough to bet on sports. What are you okay, talking about? Okay, exactly. Then if you're not enough to bet on them, then then Joe, then it's not even odds, Chris. The, the Lakers are clearly favorites going into this. That's just idiotic. And, and, and by and by my counts, I would give them anywhere between a 70 to an 80% chance or at the overall median at 75% chance, a 3-to-1 favorite by far. I cannot believe mm. what my ears are hearing. You're treating this like a first-round matchup, Raj. Come on. A first-round matchup is not three to one odds. It's worse. It's not drastically worse. It's this yeah. Is, it's like five to one, man. If you like, had said, four to one. I'll put, oh, all right. Well, we'll put this in perspective. If you had said that there was like a seventy percent chance of one team winning the Super Bowl, you would be viewed as a madman. This is a very evenly matched series. A lot more than I think people in the media are really fully appreciating this. And you know. I was listening to Dan Lebitard and Stu Gatz earlier today on ESPN Radio, and of course that's a Miami-based station. But well, there's your bias. All right, I've had it about. I've just about had it with you, Farmer Bro. I don't want to hear you constantly contradicting me at every point, going on and on. Stan and LeBron. There's still no vaccine in my arm. We're on. We're in remote operations. We're playing. Hey, there's a, there's football a, with no there's fans. A, hey, look, there's a flu vaccine out there if you're interested in that. I already got my flu vaccine. There you go. Did you get the Did you get the high dose for the seniors like you're supposed to? All right, time out for Raj shot. I make it number four in about seventy minutes. So Raj is putting himself in some pretty, pretty negative company. So yeah, Chris, I think that we can uh, talk talk very politely about this now. Yes, I do we think can. that the Lakers have a lot. Like obviously, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, fantastic players. They're both very, very good. No, I'm I just not taking anything away from either of them. There's just not a lot of depth to this team, and I would find issues if the Heat are able to contain just those two players. I don't know who the Lakers are able to turn to, while on the other side, the Heat have probably at least four players who can pretty much take over a game, and that is really hard to contain on the Lakers' side. And so that's why I, at the very least, like obviously I think Anthony Davis and LeBron James individually are better than probably any member of the Heat. But as a whole for these teams, it's going to be really difficult for Anthony Davis in particular, who has been in charge of this entire series or in, in this entire playoffs for the most part. Like he's he had to do a lot of work in that Nuggets series by himself. It, it's going to be rough for him and LeBron to actually win this series by themselves and i think they can do it i think that this will be a potentially very close series but i do think that the heat have so many tools at their disposal and especially in a longer series if the lakers keep having to get this one dragged out it could be really difficult for them yeah the thing here's the thing that i think is souring me the most on the lakers here and that is the fact that when I watched the L.A. Lakers play basketball, the biggest thing that stands out to me is the fact that they are very slow to get back on defense in transition and just in the general run of play. They're not a defensive-minded team. Miami, on the other hand, it's like old-school 90s NBA, lockdown D. Like, it's not even a fair comparison. And I think, you know, like LeBron's going to get his, Anthony Davis is going to get his. But I don't think anyone else is going to get theirs. And the Miami Heat may not have the most loaded roster of all time. But they've got guys that can shoot the ball. Got a couple catch-and-shoot guys. They've got you know, a guy like Bam Adebayo who can really be up there with the best of them on both ends of the floor in the paint. And, of course, Jimmy Butler is the leader of that team. I don't know how you could say that there's a 75% chance that the Lakers are going to win the NBA Finals. I just, I can't. I'll say it again. There's a 3-1 to one odds favorite. Same thing. To okay, then. Chris, I mean, look. Look, we'll find out, Chris. I mean, we'll, we'll be back in a week's time, right, to discuss this again. 
Um, I mean, some of us will be, and some of us might not be. But still, Adam Gage better not be. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. At this point, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna I, buy. Can we like, get? Uh, can we get Adam Gase on the crew? No. Management is That's shutting that idea down. That's really. Uh, I'm rooting. I'm, I'm rooting for Adam Gase to to have a great season this year. What if he called in right now? That'd be great. No, it wouldn't be great. It'd be awful. Would you would you still rip up a part or would you yes. would you say a yes, dear dear leader how how why can, can you do a little leader. better for us dear leader Raj that's just creepy <laughs> <laughs> that's creepy hey man we're supposed to not talk about the Jets anymore according to our, our, our sports director don't don't rub that title in my face I guess if we have nothing more to say about the NBA finals there is another big. Uh, news story out of the nba oh yeah doc rivers anyone else yes yeah yes, doc, doc rivers, rivers is out hey man and... i think that was the right move to make uh, i don't know what you guys feel about it but um what has he been there for seven years now i believe if i'm not correct um and yeah. he hasn't delivered i mean the clippers still haven't been to a western conference finals this is a franchise like are you kidding me? I mean, they should have got down this year. They should not have blown a three to one lead against Nuggets. I mean, if you see the Clippers go and lose like a six or seven game series against the Lakers, I don't think Doc Rivers gets fired. I think he still has his job today. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're going to the Western Conference Finals, I I think the main issue with it is that it's a difficult case i think and they do say that doc rivers decided to step down i don't know if he was he probably was fired but apparently it was a mutual decision to step down so we don't know exactly what that means doc that doesn't rivers mean could anything have just said, it's probably stepped i'm down. done with yeah. this but it, it is likely that um he was uh forced out to some extent but i, I think what i wanted to i, I guess because doc rivers was a very big part of this team having the recent success that they have had um this team has been a joke for such a long time and since doc rivers has gotten there they've pretty much not been a massive joke like they've been they, they haven't been competitive for like the league but they've absolutely been in the playoffs they've been heard from they're not in the bottom echelon of teams year after year and I mean, they've won a couple of uh, divisional titles. Not that divisional titles mean anything in basketball. They mean nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, they mean literally nothing. But at the very least, it means you have a good regular season record, and that's something to. I think the fact that's that not he never something got to them at. to a Western Conference Finals, I think that's mm-hmm. pretty much it right there. I think that was the writing on the yeah. wall. Um, I mean, he lost three Western Conference semifinals. And, yeah. uh, and and he lost one of them really badly. Um, and, you know, that was the last one. But he also did the great choke job against the Rockets, too. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Game six in 2015. So he's had his I mean, there's only so he's much, had his chances. So. There's only so much time you can afford this guy when yeah, he has I, had so much time with this organization and he's been so tied to this team and they have had so many different fantastic players come through and they just have not been able to execute on it. And I think that's really what you have to say about it is this team has had so many opportunities and Doc Rivers has had so many opportunities. And when it just isn't clicking, you have to try something else. And I think it's pretty reasonable that you just say, okay, we're trying something else. Let's see what we can do now. It's been 50 years of the Clippers never being to a Western Conference uh finals championship yeah to a uh, western conference finals and forget the nba finals they just have they just haven't made it there i mean it's unfortunate i'm sure doc rivers will be able to go out and get another job one day but Uh, absolutely i I don't he might be able to get a job immediately (laughs) yeah yeah of course i I just don't know where to turn to now um the clippers um maybe maybe Mm -hmm. tyloo like chris what do you think about tyloo not much I think they can do – look, it's unfortunate that Tom Thibodeau decided to go to the Knicks so early when, you know, now this job is available. Um, yeah, I really don't know who they hired, to be completely honest with you. Um, I don't think Ty Lue is that good of a coach. I think that um, – He has an NBA championship under his belt. Something no, that LeBron Doc Rivers, James. 
has an NBA championship under his belt. I mean, <laughs> come on. You think Doc Rivers earned? I mean, Tyron Lue earned that. Look, I think <laughs> no, no. I think you know Chris Ash could have been coaching LeBron James, and they would have won the NBA title. I don't think. No, they would have been knocked out in the first first round. I don't know if I like uh, Tom Thibodeau either. I like him better than Ty Lue. I'll put it to you that way. I guess. I just think he kind of, I don't know. He he just rode off of Derrick Rose and uh, what's it called when he was in Chicago and he hasn't done much else. I <laughs> I think the, Nuc- the, the Knicks are, uh, you know, they, they made a bad decision hiring him, but we'll see how it goes for them. They could always it could always turn around for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a fair point to make too. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know what uh where the Clippers decide to go next, but they do have players like Paul George. Oh, no, they Kawhi they Leonard. have the talent, of course, and they'll they'll make a they'll make a run one of these seasons for sure. Um, it feels it's, like they have it, to, but it feels like they should have in the past 10 years when they've had, like, Chris Paul and all these great players coming through. No, I think that's a fair point, but, um, hey, man, sometimes it just doesn't click work out. Sometimes, you know, a team that's just struggling, that's not getting over that hump, they need a fresh start. That's what it seems like to be in this situation. Um, it's tough to see Doc Rivers go, um, but but, you know... Look, this team has so much talent. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if next year the Clippers are able to outmaneuver the Lakers and, and make it to the NBA Finals. I mean, it's going to be – it's going to the, – the NBA, the NBA Western Conference is going to run through Los Angeles no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true, but that also was the case this year, and it ended up that the Clippers got beat. And I – I think the team just has to make that next step and what that next step is. They will have to make sure that they don't just fall all the way back down to mediocrity in trying to actually make that next step into being one of the top teams in the Western conference. Yeah. But someone got me out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting next year in the NBA. There are a lot of, like, obviously most of the teams have been eliminated now. So next year it'll be a question of, oh, what teams can actually come back and start uh, doing something because there were a lot of teams got their season cut short, but most of those teams were already going to be eliminated very soon anyway from any sort of playoff contention. There are a lot of teams who are trying to compete for something, and it's just got got to see these teams actually doing something. Like uh, the Bucks, like the Bucks are going to lose their chance if they don't do something soon. The Clippers, like you don't hold on to top level talent forever, and without without Doc Rivers and without top level talent, how many top level players are going to want to go to? the Clippers it'll just be a long-term question and I I don't really know the answer and so that'll be this offseason could be really interesting in basketball I think most offseasons are interesting in basketball basketball tends to have a lot more shifting around than a lot of other sports it's Um, because each player each individual player has a much bigger effect on how a team plays like the Clippers mm-hmm. without Kawhi Leonard are like a six seed. Whereas, yeah. like, you know, in most other sports, if you lose a top player, unless you're talking about, like, say, you know, an NFL starting quarterback, that may be the only exception for the most part. Like, you say, you know, uh, the Mets lose their first baseman for a couple of weeks. Like, that's not as big of a deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, that that's just because, as you mentioned, 10 people are allowed to play basketball at a time so each individual player has more of an effect yeah there is a big impact that individual players can have in basketball and that's yeah and i and think the part NBA of the reason why people became, just shift around 
yeah, the NBA overall became much better last year. And that's why we're going to have a lot more teams competing. That's why you have somebody like the Miami Heat now in the NBA Finals. Before, it was always like, oh, the Cavs are going to make the NBA Finals or the Raptors are going to make the NBA Finals for last year. It was kind of like you had a dead set favorite. I don't think that exists so much, at least in the Eastern Conference and to a certain extent in the Western Conference too. I mean, yeah, it'll be... I, I feel like we keep talking about it sometimes, but also just kind of missing it sometimes is that the Warriors are going to be back next year. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point. The Golden State Warriors team that dominated the Western Conference for years on end, they're going to be back and they're going to have the number two pick in the draft. And so they're going to have some big young star. What are they going to do? do next year and i think there's a decent chance that this warriors team just comes back storms through the western conference and wins the nba finals again uh, that's something that, that very well could happen it could it could if it could very well much happen i think uh they do miss kevin durant for sure um Absolutely. You know, kevin durant's coming back next year i mean i don't know it looks look i think this is miami cinderella run but i just don't see it ending well for them um you guys definitely give them much higher odds and you know if i was a bookie I would take you up on those odds any day, um, but but yeah, I, I think I think we're gonna have an interesting NBA final series. I think it'll be quicker. It'll be done and over with very quickly, um, and then you guys can heap praises upon me. Yeah, we're not. Doing I that. don't think that's gonna happen, regardless. <laughs> Chris, you like that idea? No, I don't like that idea very much. Uh, I think you just earned yourself a solo trip to Champagne. I'm down. I'm ready to go. Especially in COVID, I got my facial ready too. Oh boy, here we go. Ah, come on. It makes sense. We don't all have to go to Champagne, right? Chris, that would be I, fun I, if I, we all went to Champagne. It really wouldn't. It, it hey, wouldn't be fun at all. But... Actually, Champagne's a lot of fun. I, I didn't mind Champagne. Champagne's nice. It's just a drive that sucks. What would be your favorite Big Ten city to have visited, Raj, out of all of them? Oh, you've been to well, a lot. I've been to, I think I've been to including Rutgers 9. Um, oh, my favorite Big Ten city. Well, Raj I think, was uh, thinking, I, I think... got this really cryptic text on Saturday. Just real quick. I got this really cryptic text on Saturday saying I was going to East Lansing. I think Baxter was one person texting me and somebody else. I don't know who. It might have been Corey, but it was pretty weird. I just wanted to share that story with everyone. Hey, man, I heard East Lansing is a lot of fun. That's the first uh, Rutgers yeah. Road game of the year is in East Lansing. That's true. Rutgers, hey, Michigan it might State be a football. sign. It might be a sign, Dennis. Um, <laughs> Chris, I would have to say Madison, man. Madison is definitely by far the best city. I think Madison and Iowa rank up there for me. Okay. I can't say I've heard good things about Iowa City. I have a friend who goes there. No, I mean it's it's look. I, I mean the one thing I'll say that's oh, of those two schools that was better than Rutgers. I mean, you know everything. It seems I might be wrong here, but it seemed like everything was on one big campus, and and everything seemed much cleaner uh, uh, than New Brunswick. That's fair. Chris, what about you? You've been I to quite a few from. Big Ten cities now. I have been to. Let's rattle them off here. Went to Minnesota with you. Uh, went to Indiana with Corey. Um, I had a lot of non-Big Ten trips last year. And I went to... Oh, I went to Michigan with uh, Jakey. And I went to Maryland with Randy. I would say out of all of those, my favorite college town, probably Ann Arbor. Yeah, Ann Arbor it, seems really either nice. Either Ann Arbor or I actually kind of like Bloomington. Really, like Bloomington? I thought it was, I, I thought it was a decent college town. I mean, I haven't been there, but yeah, it yeah. sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Madison probably blows both of them away, but yeah, Madison's really nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that'd be that'd be it. I think Dennis, Dennis, were you the one who asked me the question? Who was what my favorite Big Ten town is? Uh, no, that was Chris. Oh, again, I guess I guess I wasn't paying attention. That's okay. I honestly, but yeah, but, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't guess, care that much what your favorite Big Ten but, town but, but, is. But, but, but yeah, I guess before I guess before we, we head to break here, I, I do want to understand because you guys are giving, um, uh, you know, even odds on the Heat and the and the Heat and the and the Lakers. What are your final predictions for for the series then? So we can get this down on paper and discuss this later. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling anything strongly here. Heat and six. Heat and six. Okay. Yes. I got. I got Lakers and six, and, and I say take that to the bank. Take it to the uh, bank, I'll... just like those tennis parlays. Yes. Yes. Actually, I'm as confident about the Lakers and six as I'm about Rafael Nadal winning the French Open. I think that's how confident I am. I have to oh boy, break the go. tie here, which feels bad. Um. I don't. I don't have any strong thoughts on this. If I have any like strong feelings, like sometimes I have a strong feeling that something really, like something that people are really not going to enjoy is going to happen, and we might talk about MLB playoffs later. And I have like strong feelings that something people are not going to enjoy is about to happen there. Um, but for the NBA playoffs, I just don't have any like. So Dennis, you're literally going to wait for it to play out, and then you're going to be like, "Hey guys." I no, I'm still going to say. I didn't have a I, I, feeling, I'm going to say but... Heat and seven. I'm just gonna heat say heat in seven. seven. Okay, wow. I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. I am I am shocked. I, I, I like I like the series going to. I mean, you guys both said it would go to at least six games. I think it will go to at least six games for sure. I feel like it'll go to seven games regardless of who wins. Like these teams are pretty close. I think they both have opportunities for big hero performances from a lot of players. So I think it'll be an exciting series regardless. Welcome back. And welcome back to the last half hour of WRC Crew. We got Dennis Geisler on the line, myself, Racha, and Chris Sakonis, who's running the board, uh, a disgruntled Jets fan today. But nonetheless, oh. Um, oh, enough with the hockeys. Enough. All right. Anyways, we got 16 teams in the uh mlb playoffs which i think is a first and which i personally think is still absurd it is absolutely um, a first <laughs> but uh but the mets still did not make it so nothing you know, like we'll, this we'll has ever there. happened before uh, yeah i think i think you could extend it to all 32 teams mm -hmm. and the mets would find a way not to make the they were playoffs. close um yeah i mean uh the fact that there's sub 500 <laughs> teams making the playoffs i think that's a bit um i don't know it's a bit head scratching at the end of the day um, I'm not going to lie. I think I kind of tuned off the MLB playoffs in the last week or so, which, um, you know, you can make any accusations as you want. You're free to do so. Uh, but yeah, I think we got lots of, uh, I, I just want to say this is not familiar territory. That's all when we're, we're heading into the playoffs here, just having played 60 games. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, we kind of just had the, the stretch at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah, we have the playoffs now. I mean, Dennis, I mean, take it away. I mean, what, what are you looking at? Cause you were, you were saying there is a lot of inklings that you're looking at here. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of things here. I first of all, this first series, the three game uh the the three the best of three at the start is going to be very odd. Uh, I think we could see some massive upsets here because it definitely biases towards different kinds of baseball. Um they are three it's games in like consecutive a... days. Yeah, it's like hot Continue. street baseball almost. I don't even know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, all you need to do is win two games and you're through to the next round. You're into a real playoff series. And that can be pretty dangerous for a lot of teams. I think there's a lot of potential for good teams to get knocked out early on. And there's also the extent to where some of these teams, we don't really know a whole lot about them. It's a weird year. The season has been kind of short. Some of these teams look like they were falling off a little bit towards the end of the season. Uh, but Nevertheless, they made it into playoffs, or they just surged at the end of the season to make it to playoffs. Who thought uh, the Miami Marlins were going to make the playoffs, huh? Uh, not me. Uh, they wouldn't have made it in a normal year, but even still, I would not have expected the Miami Marlins to finish right here. Uh, but I, I will say up front, uh, the Marlins are not going to beat the Cubs. <laughs> like that, I'll, I'll give you that one for free because uh you have, you have too many you have too many biases as, as a as a as a chicago fan i, I do have a bias here i know it. i i know but my reasoning for this is that the cubs will have at least one game with you darvish pitching that is a free win you darvish is going to obliterate the mets uh and then after that the Cubs just need one more win kyle hendricks will probably get that game and that's also probably going to be a win uh i don't see what the marl and the marlins are already going to be put down early their pitchers are not 
fantastic. Uh, they just they have a big pool of pretty good pitchers, but it's nowhere close to what the Cubs have at the very top. And that's what I mean about kind of the different ways of playing baseball because the Cubs have uh the Marlins have uh here I'll, I'll go with the Marlins the Marlins have I would say most of their pitchers are better or at least like three or four pitchers are better than like all of the Cubs pitchers except two but the Cubs only need to win two games the Cubs need one win with you Darvish one win with Kyle Hendricks series over goodbye Marlins and I think that's what's going to end up happening and uh you can now extrapolate from that and try to attach it to all of the other playoff series and what I think about them. Um, but right now, I think you do have to look at the teams who are maybe expected to win the World Series. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about that. First, the Dodgers have to be pretty heavily favored, and I do think the Dodgers will be favored. Like, I, I don't see them being in any danger of losing to the Brewers. Once they get through that, they have a series against either the Padres, or the Cardinals. That shouldn't be a big deal to get through either. I don't think the Braves or the Cubs, maybe the Reds. I, I don't think the Reds are going to get through, but I don't think anyone in the NL should be a big issue for the Dodgers. I do think that the AL is a bit better. And other than maybe the Braves, like the Padres looked kind of nice this year, but even with that, I'm kind of scared of their lack of postseason experience and i just think this team wouldn't really doesn't really have the potential to get a whole lot done in the playoffs i think they should be able to get rid of the cardinals fairly easily but i think that dodgers padres series is really where the padres are going to start falling off so i do think the dodgers are going to end up making it to the world series um the question is then on the al side and the al is i mean i mean i mean i mean i mean sorry sorry i have to cut you off but the dodgers deserve to make it they deserve to make it to the uh the world series i don't know what you're talking about i mean like after everything that's Absolutely. happened this year they they i think like uh, i don't know you have to rubber stamp them in i really don't i'm not a fan of this 16 team league i i get it because there's a lot of uncertainty with the 60 game rule that you want to give as many teams a chance but i think by doing that you're kind of it kind of it's kind of taking away the prestige of making the uh mlb playoffs like i never understood why the nba did 16 teams either um because you're essentially saying like you're essentially giving half half the league a participation trophy at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I think it's a bit different in the two uh, leagues. I actually like it a little bit more in basketball just because I think a seven-game seven game series in basketball is just cool. Like, giving more, making more best-of-seven series in basketball is just cool to me. And so I don't really mind that as much. In baseball, they don't even play seven-game series until the uh, championship series, until the... Uh, league championship and that it just isn't exciting like i don't think a three-game series is especially exciting and i wouldn't want them to expand those games i think i would just want them cut so i and this is something they've been floating for a while this basic idea and i think they want to try it out this year see if anybody see if they get higher viewership than normal on these games and they they might institute it for the long term if it goes well this year i hope they don't but i think it is a very reasonable possibility that they will want to because playoff games do just get more eyes on them than regular season games and at the end of the day you are making money through like those tv uh dollars the ratings there so i mean we might be only i mean that's the only way they're making money this year there's no there's no fans in in the stadiums yeah, that, that, that's true as well. Um, and so, yeah, we, we might be with the system for the long term. Um, but I, I don't want to dwell too much on that. I don't like it. I don't think you like it either. I don't think most big baseball fans like it. But going past that, I think we can just focus on this year, which hopefully it will be the only year of this system. If it was only this year, I wouldn't mind it that much because, as you said, there is a lot of uncertainty with only the 60 games. And... While I think that there will be a lot of uncertainty just through this playoff system, at the same time, if it's just for this one year, there's a lot of uncertainty, whatever. It's a weird year. Just scrap it in the end of the day. Uh, the teams in the World Series should be pretty much the same as they would have otherwise, and we should be fine just going from there. So I guess going to AL predictions... 
this is where it's going to start getting kind of weird because I don't really like Tampa Bay. And I know that sounds weird because they've been the best team in the AL by a pretty significant margin, but I'm just not feeling them. I, I don't know about you if you've been watching a lot of Rays games, but there's been a lot there that I just haven't. I, I, I feel like they have the opportunity, like against the Blue Jays, I don't know if they'd get upset, but I, I'm not really liking them. And it feels kind of, I, I don't know if I would just say, yeah, I think the Rays are going to be the ones to get to the uh, World Series as the number one seed on the opposite side. I just don't see it, I guess. I don't know if you have any opinions on that. Um, Are you are you saying that the Rays are going to get upset in the first round? I guess, I mean, they... I wouldn't say I first mean, round. Okay. I will talk more about the second round in a moment. Okay, I mean, look, I mean, they're opening up with what? Who are they playing? I think what the Blue Jays, right? If I'm Blue not Jays first, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I personally don't see them running under through too much trouble against them. I mean, look, I mean, look, they're they're well rested. I mean, Dennis. I mean, I think that's the one that's thing true. you have to give them. Um, they're pretty well rested. I mean, they had by far the best record uh, within the uh, AL East and 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 within the American League in general. Um, they're they're a team that. They're a team that we know that can win like close games at the end of the day, which I think you'll probably need. Um, they have really good starting pitching. I mean, like their ERAs are, are very good. I think uh, I think they hover on like three and a half at the end of the day. Um, you know, I, I just don't know how how you get past their their, their three starters and and Blake Snell and and Glassnow and and Morton. That's true. I I do think you've got a point there. Um, and, and I I really don't think that they're going to get upset in the first round. But I, I do think that when you get to that second round is where I start seeing the issues because their second round matchup will be either the Cleveland Indians or the New York Yankees, the winner of that series. And I think that series is potentially really close. And... I don't see the Yankees putting up too much of a fight against the, uh, the Rays. I think the Rays are just exceptional. I mean, they're probably odds on in my, in my book, the favorite to win, um, probably along with the Dodgers. Sorry, sorry right. I didn't mean to upset, upset a Cubs fan here, but. Uh, I I don't think the Cubs are going to win. I think the Cubs probably lose to the Braves um, second round. If the Braves okay. win, if the Braves beat the Reds, I think the Braves also beat the Cubs. So I, I that's what I'm saying about that. But I was actually going to say, and I was talking about how I get those feelings sometimes where it's just like something really dumb is going to happen and people are not going to have a great time. Something is just telling me that I think the Yankees are going to win. Like, the world no, series no 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 that sounds ridiculous no. i know it, it sounds absurd to me they're not winning all right they, they're not gonna win for another 50 years i pray that you pray that and i don't I want them that. to win either yeah i'm not but... i'm not a big yankees fan i i always tell people you know rooting for the yankees is like and, and this is a chris rock quote so i'm not trying to steal anything it's like rooting for bill gates to win the lottery like there's no fun in it when a team wins all there's the no time, fun in it and that's why there's I, no fun I, I mean, in watching a team win and, and you know maybe this is the only thing i agree with chris on is like it's fun to watch a team that stinks win once in a while but like when a team just wins all the time you know like you're kind of like happy for them to lose sometimes yeah and i feel the same way i don't want the yankees to win but i look at this team i see garrett cole one of the best pitchers in baseball possibly the best pitcher in baseball um They've got Masahiro Tanaka, who always known for turning it up in the playoffs. Like this, this team just feels like they are going to come together for the playoffs. They were dealing with a lot of temporary issues during the year, some injuries, some small slumps. Once they get into that playoff form and once they start rolling through these series, I'm I'm genuinely worried. I think they might just win the entire World Series. And I don't want that to happen, but I don't know. There are a lot of really good teams in the AL. Like the Twins are great. Um, the uh, Athletics are having a pretty good year. The White Sox have a lot of really, really good. I, I don't like saying good things about the White Sox, but they have a lot of great batting talent. And they can definitely uh, show up even in a game against a really good pitcher, which could turn around some of the closer potential series. 
but I get that nagging feeling that the Yankees are going to win the World Series. I just can't. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, I don't know what it is, but. And I hope, I hope it comes to pass. I hope Cleveland just wins. I honestly think that if Cleveland does win, they'll have pretty decent odds to get through. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm not huge on the Rays, um, but I think the Rays will have a good chance if we just say, okay, the Yankees were actually a joke no more Yankees let's get them out of the way and then we'll just say okay yeah it's the Rays now and the uh, Indians and we're having a great time everyone's even the Rays will probably cruise through and we'll see a pretty interesting World Series no matter what it is if uh, basically as long as the Yankees and the Astros don't win we'll have a pretty exciting World Series because there are very few like super perennial teams in this uh playoffs like the rays are not super uh, good usually cleveland obviously hasn't won a world series in a long time the twins aren't a powerhouse the athletics obviously aren't a powerhouse um and even on the other side like the braves haven't won a world series in quite a while the dodgers obviously are still searching for a world series the padres are a terrible team that them making the playoffs this year at all was an absolute miracle and that's barring just how good they've been this entire year. Like they've had just a great year. And I do think that it will be exciting, especially if we see one of those big teams fall at the beginning. Like I know that it wouldn't be fair to the Dodgers if they lost round one, but if the Dodgers lost round one, it would be a really potentially interesting year because there it's are not like, a lot of other. It's kind of like, like March. It's kind of like March madness in a way, but but with far fewer teams, of course, and yeah, the likelihood much smaller at the end of the day, but it'll be interesting. I, I think I agree with you, Dennis. I don't want this rule to be adopted over like the next year and moving forward. Um, but I don't know. I mm-hmm. think it's fun. It's fun. I mean, they're trying to, they're trying to make baseball more interesting. I think this is, this isn't the worst idea in the world. I mean, no, I, I would be much happier. I think Chris would also be much happier if the Mets were here too. Um, I'd be much happier if the Mets were here too. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice. Chris, to who do you think again. is going to win the World Series right now? Give it to me. Honestly, I'm not qualified to answer that question because I watch so little baseball outside of the Mets. All right, so you're not watching. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even when you're watching the Mets games, you're still watching like the Rays. You're watching the Yankees. You're watching, like, you're watching some teams that have like the Braves. Yeah, they're yeah, but like here's the thing though, like. To make it. I'll watch baseball if either the Mets are really good or if there's nothing else on, but now we're just saturated with sports and it just, it just doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Even with that, you can still make the, you can still make a guess, you know, you just Um, name a team in the playoffs. You know what? We'll say the Yankees get hot. I know they've had a rough stretch uh, to end their regular (laughs) season, but. All right, Ra- Raj, do you think I'm crazy now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Chris is thinking of. What are you saying, Chris? <laughs> you wanted my opinion, and you got it. Just, just for full, awful, full uh, info, I was I, I spent, had this like whole 10-minute thing about how I had this terrible, uh, horrifying nightmare that the Yankees are actually going to get hot and go through the MLB playoffs despite being... Uh, only the fifth seed and having to go through Cleveland and Tampa Bay probably in the first two rounds. Uh, and despite that, how I think they're going to end up winning the whole World Series. And then Chris just wanders in and says, yeah, I think the Yankees are going to do it. So uh, that's, that's two crazy. votes on the Yankees. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I did not expect I'm sorry. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, that's right. You better be uh, sorry. And Raj, you're on the, you're on the Dodgers, right? Uh, I like the Dodgers, but I also like the. I, I see the Rays coming out of the American League. That's reasonable. Reasonable answer, but the uh, ridiculous trying to uh, predict how the future is going to go in a way that doesn't really align with what has happened recently. Part of me just wants to say it's going to be the Yankees, but we'll have to see. It'll be a weird MLB playoffs, regardless. Um. And those start tomorrow with the AL first round or the first game of the AL ones. And then the day after that, literally everyone is playing. So it's going to be crazy. There is going to be a lot of baseball in the next two days. 
and the next three days as a whole actually because game threes will be played on thursday as well and the nl will be playing their day two so there's just gonna be so much baseball going on so if anyone does like watching baseball then there's that for you chris will be watching baseball after uh you know he he cries off his feelings for the new york jets no no i won't chris just can't get even then i won't be doing that (laughs) He just can't wait for Thursday night football. I can he watch can the NBA Finals. I can watch college football. I've got like three or four different options. I've got soccer. You know, Red Bulls are hot. I've got plenty of stuff I can watch above baseball. Plenty of stuff. No, I I, I understand, Chris. It's okay. You know, every team goes through a, a tough a tough burden at the end of the day. Yeah, you're a Mets fan. Why are you uh, ripping on me for the Jets? Like, it's not like your teams after are any better. Because after a while, Chris, you just get used to it. I'm you, not used to are, it. I'll never be just, used you, to it. You just expect it. You're like, ah, they're not going to win. It's whatever. That's life. That's how I felt about um, college football before Shiano came back. But now he's back, and now Rutgers is going to turn a corner. Wow. Yeah. You really you really have to take it there, huh? What? I'm optimistic about the future of Rutgers football. That's good. I, I think everybody's optimistic about the future of Rutgers football. But that, that's what I'm saying, Chris. Don't worry. Eventually, the Jets will get so bad that uh, it will just be normal. It will just be normal for them to be bad. You are quickly moving down on my power rankings, Raj. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think what we got, uh, we got rapid fire coming up next, Chris. Is that correct? Yeah, I can uh, stick that back in the log. Back here on the crew, final seven minutes or so on the Monday crew. Chris Acone is here. Along with Raj Shah and Dennis Geisler. Actually, you know what? Promoting Dennis to Opal 1. I'm with Dennis and Raj. (gasps) Oh, oh, my God. That's so exciting. God. Thank you, Chris. This is Oh, don't act like you don't deserve life. it, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Chris. Uh, all right. Better. We're winding down on Monday, crew. We've got rapid fire. What do you got for us, Chris? Well, we're going to start with some NFL news. Um, former Pro Bowl safety Earl Thomas is visiting Houston, and uh, reports are saying that he is likely – to sign with the Houston Texans. That's coming from ESPN, uh, from Adam Schefter. So I guess I'm just going to open up right there. Uh, Texans off to a rough start. Uh, could this be a spark for them defensively? They need some defensive. They need a defensive spark. They've been giving up so many yards, so many points this entire season. And I mean, they've been playing against good teams. So starting out 0-3 is not terrible, but they do need to start turning it around very soon. And, I guess if you are going to find a turnaround, signing someone like Earl Thomas is a big deal for them. No, Raj? I think it's a yeah. no. I think it's a great um, no. I think it's a great pickup by the uh, by the Texans. I think yeah. I think Dennis had all the points. Um, they've just been getting way too many points um, recently. They need to get some more pressure. So I think this is a good pickup. Okay, right. so with that. Um, we're going to switch gears to the NBA now. I'm kind of just making this up on the fly. In, in can case I, you guys can I say something tell. real quick? Please go ahead. We have five minutes. Uh, I so something that really bothered me uh, when I was like, just what really grinds your de- gears, today, Dennis? It just like, well, it wasn't like bothered me. It was just like a, a visceral upset feeling <laughs> where it's just like I felt like something wasn't right in the universe. Okay. I looked at the college football polls and Oklahoma was 18th. They deserve to be 18th. But it's really unsettling to see Oklahoma at 18th, right? Hey, don't lose to that's Kansas State. That's not just State. me, right? No, no, no. That's not just you. I mean, the weird part. They absolutely deserve to be there, 100%. The weird, yeah, the weird part is seeing, like, five teams in there that haven't played a game yet when everyone else has already played. That's also true. That's weird. <laughs> that, that's also going to be weird for weeks on end, seeing Ohio State still getting number one votes without playing a single game. But... I don't know something about like because I, I swear this Oklahoma team is always in the top ten, and it just feels like they're th- having a top ten spot is just 
deserving of them. Like, it feels like that same kind of visceral upsetness when I looked at Alabama's record last year and it was 10-2. and two. Like, that's just so unsettling because I've never seen a 10-2 and two Alabama, like, not within, like, my recent memory. And so it just, it doesn't feel right to me. Uh, and so, yeah, I just wanted to share that real quick because it's been on my mind. Number 18, Oklahoma. We're also seeing, uh, like it. yeah, we're also seeing teams like um, uh, Michigan, not Michigan, um, Mississippi State and Miami being considered like rising teams in the college football playoff discussion, which is, I know it's very early, especially for Mississippi State, but it's still so odd to see those teams at that level of a conversation. And hey, I'm excited to see what Miami can do personally. They're kind of like my dark horse team in college football so far it's possible but they do still have to get through um i believe they have notre dame in the regular season and oh no they have clemson um in the regular season they have UNC when is that in the game? regular season as well when is uh, the clemson, clemson is i want to say it's two weeks uh three weeks from now no two weeks from now yeah it's two weeks from now it's miami's next game and clemson so they have a bye week and then Clemson huh. has uh, UVA and then Miami. Yeah, um, interesting. Uh, also, UNC, too. I think that'll be an exciting game. We also throw UNC in that conversation, too. I mean, this is a team that was, what, they were 2-10 and 10 Absolutely. before Mac Brown walked in and number 12 in the country, even you know with the weirdness of COVID. That is, that is impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully yep. we see Rutgers. Their big thing will be getting through the main slate of ACC teams, and then their last two games, uh, their last two ACC games are Notre Dame and Miami. Those will be huge, and I think those will be th- those will be exciting games. Assuming Notre or North Carolina can get through that previous stretch untouched, which I think they should be able to. It's not an especially difficult schedule. But it does look like there's real competition in the ACC uh, with Clemson, though. So that's. Refreshing to see as a neutral Potentially, fan. but they're still Clemson. I'm not going to bet against Clemson. <laughs> Raj, anything you want to add here? we got about 90 seconds. Um, I'm not betting against Clemson any day. Okie dokie. Why would so. you? <laughs> Why um, would you? It's like, it's, like a, it's like a short bet. Like, you know, I only make short bets at the end of the day. All right. That's um, fair. Don't have enough time to get into my next topic, which is LeVar Ball being an idiot and saying that his son shouldn't go to the Warriors because he'll come off the bench when he could possibly win NBA title as a rookie. But we're not going to pollute our airwaves with LeVar Ball anymore. So, I like what LaMelo said, though. Yeah, no, LaMelo, I think, handled it pretty well, and it's very difficult to have to deal with a father like that, um, especially when you have the spotlight of the Ball brothers. Uh, so I definitely give them props. I don't have anything against them just because their dad is a moron. Uh, Raj, final thoughts? I agree. Their dad is a fool. All right. And with that, that will end the Monday crew on 88.7 FM. Scott Einhorn coming on on the other side of this break. You have been listening to the Monday crew on 88.7 WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. <laughs>